Did you know this entire book was written with a robot and the help of my good friend Darby, who is here. So if you have ever wanted to write a book, you've thought about the idea of writing a book, or maybe you've already written one and you realize how much effort it actually takes, even though it gives you all this credibility and visibility and all this awesomeness, it's a lot of work. If you've ever felt that way and you've wanted it to be a quicker, easier, maybe more fun process, you are gonna love what we have today because my awesome friend Darby is here to tell us how we can use a software system, a tool called Jarvis, which we love to be able to write an entire book in seven days. Welcome to the Glam Podcast. My name is Molly Mahoney from The Prepared Performer, and we are going to help you to go live and monetize. Is that actually true, Darby? As a matter of fact, it is true. Not for everyone, <laughs> but it is possible if um, if you can you know, put your head down and really, really grind <laughs> things out. So uh, yeah, it is absolutely true. Absolutely true. I can't wait. I love it so much. And I have just, as everyone here knows, I have just so fallen in love with Jarvis. So maybe we'll talk a little bit about what Jarvis is, who Jarvis is, how he can help us and everything in our life, really. And before we get to that, I would love to have you do a little intro of what you're up to, who you are, what you're creating out in the world. I know we've done some other fun things together with some of your other projects as well. So maybe we can share a little bit about that. And before we do that, I would love to do a giveaway. So we are gonna do a hashtag nugget giveaway. So if you're watching this, give us the hashtag nugget in the chat when you hear things that are inspirational, motivational, educational, maybe a reminder of something that you've forgotten about that you are gonna put back into action. And speaking of reminders, Darby, did you know we have a robot on our video? We've got a robot on our video. We do. We have we have a little dancing robot named Molly Bot. That's her. <laughs> <laughs> She's been a member of our team since 2017. And <laughs> she will I know she's got good dancing. Uh, Robert Kennedy III did a really awesome video dancing dancing with her. Uh, so she will send you a message. If you are watching this on our business page on the book of faces, she will reply to you. Oh my gosh. Whoa, there's something cool happening on my screen right now. Did you see that on your side, Darby? The nugget? Yeah, the thing that popped up on the screen. <laughs> okay, BeLive is doing really cool things. I did not bring that comment up on the screen. So we have another oh, wow. robot on our video and it gave me a warning. It said, um, Luann's comment will be on the screen in 10 seconds. <laughs> Cause there's a robot working with BeLive too. Oh my gosh, it's so good all the craziness. So if you give us the word remind me below this video, all one word, try it, test it out. Give us the word remind me in the chat and Molly Bot will reply to you and she'll also send you information via messenger so you can be reminded next time we go live, which is pretty dang awesome. Oh my gosh. Darby, are you ready for the craziness of today? Oh, I'm pumped. <laughs> so glad. I've been Darby, waiting for this moment. <laughs> Also, before we fully get into everything, I need to publicly apologize because I have changed the date and time of this specific video behind the scenes at least 15 times. So Darby needs all of the awards, all of the accolades. He needs a huge fireworks show from you. If you are here with us right now, whether you're watching live or in the replay, just say thank you, Darby, in the chat because I put him through the ringer. So Darby, 
again, thank you. <laughs> so tell us, like, tell us a little bit about who you are, what you've got cooking up in the world. Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me here, Molly. You know, scheduling nowadays can be so difficult, but <laughs> um, yeah, just a little, little, little bit about me. Um, you know, I've been a copywriter, direct response marketer, um, marketing sales space for the last few years. Kind of kicked things off. Um, as an e-commerce seller um, a few years back and that transitioned into kind of growing an agency, helping people sell more products online. And uh, that was really kind of like my storyline going up to leading, you know, kind of through COVID coming into this uh, 2021, where um, I had a lot of knowledge from my experience writing copy, specifically in Amazon, um, helping people sell more products on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wanted a way to package that knowledge um, and provide it to potential clients, to existing clients, um, and give it an easy way to kind of share um, my my thought process and unique method for building Amazon listings. And so uh, that's when I kind of came across uh, Jarvis and, you know, the team at Jarvis AI, you know, they said, hey, we got this really cool new AI tool we're testing out. You want to see if we can help you write some more Amazon listings? And I said, sweet. I thought it was awesome. We built some templates out together and, uh, you know, it was all all really great. But I was still running into the issue of I was having trouble writing content to actually promote myself. Right. Mm -hmm. I, it was really easy for me to, to have the conversations with people once I got into that flow. But it's how do I actually get in front of people in the first place? And so um, basically in January, um, end of January this year, I was really frustrated one week and, and answering a lot of wait, the same wait, wait, questions. Wait. When, when did you get started with Jarvis in the first place? And like end of December, I think. Ooh, so like I knew you were early, early, early adopter. For those I of you who know what Jarvis is, we'll explain it in a moment. I'll put my badge on as saying I was their first paying customer, so I'll get that okay. feather in my cap. I thought you were a member of the team when we first met, which I know, Shh. I mean, published <laughs> with Jarvis, but Darby is his own amazing separate human user number one. I love it. Okay, go on. Yeah, now. so basically <laughs> I, I put my head down one weekend because I was really frustrated. I wasn't able to get really any content out about what I did, even in blog format. And um, using kind of like that first early adopter group that first month, which I believe you were in kind of in that community too at the in the early days. Yeah. yeah. We were doing that. And um uh, Sean Vossler had put some some cool flow together for how he was writing blog posts with Jarvis. I was like, that's cool. And I cranked out like a 5,000 word pillar piece of content in like an hour and a half with it. And I was like, this is incredible. Like I, it's it's taking what I already knew and helping me like break through that writer's block. And so yeah. rather than say, okay, that's a nice 5,000 word content article that I can edit. I said, I want to be a published author. Let me see if I can challenge myself to use my experience with Amazon and use Amazon's direct um, Kindle direct publishing and write oh, a book duh, this weekend. I didn't even think about those, the combination there. Hello. And so, oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so my, my idea initially was just, Hey, how can I write a book that puts me, gets me ranked on the search engines for people that are interested in selling more products on Amazon? No one's writing a book on Amazon copywriting. So I wrote a book in a weekend called Amazon copywriting secrets. Oh, and it was, that started it on Friday and it was physically in my hands by that next Wednesday. So just five, six days later, whatever, whatever the turnaround is there. And um, it was awesome, right? I, I'd probably said the word published author to my girlfriend 55,000 times over the weekend. I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Heads down all weekend. Um, had some people help me with the edits and uh, and I did it and I published it. And that kind of kicked off what we're now doing every month is the seven day book challenge where we ran and basically hosted that next week. I, I taught kind of gave a live presentation for how I did it. And we rallied 
the early adopters, um, then conversion AI, now Jarvis AI, and over like 12 or 13 books or more were actually published that set the following seven days because people, you know, stopped putting it off till the next day, took it, took the the challenge to really put themselves on the, to the test and get that knowledge out of their head onto paper and use it in most cases, really in like a, you know, an expert authority kind of like place, yeah. grow your business, you know, leverage the content that you already know, and then have a book be a real, you know, 24 seven marketing machine that works for you. And, you know, it, it's already the books that were written in that challenge are already producing results for the people that wrote those books for their respective businesses. Um, and so that's kind of been like the storyline for the last five, six months is I've been really diving deep into helping people like learn how to use Jarvis, working with the Jarvis AI team, um, helping develop content templates around it and giving people really the tools necessary, not just to understand Jarvis, but the entire publishing process, because it can still be a very daunting thing yeah. to, to walk into. But with today's day and age and you know how accessible all these platforms like Amazon KDP and other self-publishing platforms, there's no excuse to not be able to do it on your own. And it's at our fingertips and it's really up to you to, to put yourself out there, put your best foot forward and get that book that you know is inside of your head out onto paper and just have that sense of accomplishment of being a published author. Um, I think at the very least, it's just a cool thing to say. And it I, has a lot of weight to it. I so, so, so agree. I would love to know if we have members who are here right now. I see Manny's here. So good to see you, Manny. Uh, another Jarvis lover, Rachel Luann. Uh, oh, Cole Whitty's in the house. I love you, Cole. Uh, so there's so many people here. I would love to know from those of you that are here, are you a published author? Let us know. Say, Give us the word published in the chat if you are. If you're listening to this on the podcast, you can just like say out loud, published. I won't be able to hear you, but I'll like feel it, I think, through the, <laughs> through the universe. And I will say when I first had my first book published in 2016, we did it through Amazon as well. And I was totally blown away by the instant credibility, not only from potential clients or our actual clients or people in our like, you know, digital marketing community, but walking into school, there are people like moms from school who had seen it. And the, um, the, the thing that totally blew me away was getting there and having people be like, oh my gosh, not only, oh my gosh, I saw your book, but oh my gosh, I read your book. I was like, what? <laughs> it, I, it just, it totally shocked me. So it doesn't need to be something that's this crazy, long, drawn out process. I love the fact that you're helping people to make it so easy. So it's so good. So first of all, if you want to get a copy of this book, I'm going to put it up on the screen. I made a little pretty link for it. You can go to molly.live slash J7. And this book is published with Jarvis, smash through writer's block, go from blank page to blank page to published in seven days, super powered by AI. So those of you who don't know what Jarvis is, I think most of you should know because I can't stop talking about it. But Jarvis is a tool. It's an AI copywriting tool. And thanks to people like Darby, there are amazing templates that you can use within the tool. And many of you know, they've released this boss mode. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have Jarvis yet, you can go to molly.live slash wow. And we actually, I did something kind of similar where we launched something for 
our members to be able to help them to use Jarvis for their social media content. So not how to write a book, but we created this dancing with Jarvis party. So you can go to molly.live slash party to party with us and dance with our dancing bot. Every month we're going to have a content creation dance party <laughs> where, where you create all of your content for the following month. So that's been pretty fun too. I love it. Okay. So when it comes to actually doing this, um, for those who are looking to actually get started with this, do you have some tips? Because I know it's more than just clicking some buttons. Yeah, I, I, I do. I did put together a few five tips to be specific. Thanks Ooh. to your direction um, to share <laughs> with you guys. And the first one to start with is um, beginning with the end in mind. And that that's really um, where we start people off. Um, like, I, like I mentioned before, where we run these seven-day challenges where we, we do live coaching throughout the week. And the entire process is outlined in the book. So it's not even required to join us live to take this challenge. You get the book, follow the process. But very specifically, we want to start with the end in mind. Um, and because most of the people that come through our challenge are writing nonfiction books, sure, you can you can definitely do it on the fiction side as well. But with nonfiction books specifically, um, you tend to be solving a problem for your audience um, mm -hmm. in some way, shape, or form. And so, getting really crystal crystal clear on where your customer is at in their journey right now, where they're stuck, what problems they're experiencing. And then if you can walk them through step-by-step, chapter-by-chapter, you know, page-by-page on how to solve that problem by the end of it, um, get you have a really clear roadmap of where you're leading your customer and where you're really guiding your customer and helping them along their journey. By the end of it, extend an invitation to reach out to you, connect with you, join a free group, get some free resources, sign up for a coaching program, whatever it might be. Um, by the next book, it doesn't really matter, but you want to be able to gain that goodwill and trust in your readers so that they can really trust that you know what you're talking about, that you can help them solve their problems and then give them a way to work with you on a continued basis. If you have done a good job in your book of establishing that credibility and trust with them. So that all starts with having an end in mind and not over, not not making it such a gargantuan task to write a book that you never get started in the first place. Mm. Yeah. And I think that end in mind, it's interesting because as you're working through your client journey, you may find that you actually want several books, maybe, right? Maybe the, the full transformation that you provide, like for us, the full transformation that we help provide our community with is to turn their message into a movement. But there's going to be little moments along the way to help get them there. So maybe you know what your actual, I love what you said about knowing where your client is in their journey, because you may have a book for each step along the way, right? Exactly. And that's, that's a common theme that like, I, I never really thought about it before, like working with this challenge is that people will come in and think like, I've got this huge book in mind, it's going to be a real over like a huge overall encompassing thing that's going to help with all these different problems. And like, that's a huge task. And it's really just stressful to think that I have to write a 50,000 word book. But yeah. if you like look historically at the size of books, even over the past decade is like getting smaller and smaller and it's getting more action oriented. And that's what we're all about mm -hmm. um, when it comes down to it. And the idea that we're kind of building this, this challenge and this process around the trim it down is a minimum viable book. How do you get something in its core context that can really get into your reader's hands that they get it and they can take action on it? And then you can make additions and variations of it kind of along the way. But we'll see people come in and say, I had this huge idea for a book. I spent five days trying to get it. I, I, 
I threw it out the window <laughs> and then I decided to just do a volume one of what I'm going to do. And now I have five books that I can eventually write, but I'm going to focus this one on solving one specific problem for somebody. And you do that once you go through the process, the next one gets easier and the next one gets easier. And now you understand it because you've gone through it and you can build a team around you, right? It yeah. doesn't have to be a solo process. There's ways to leverage your time and focus on what you're best at. And then let other people focus on what they're best at. And so it doesn't need to take years to do it. You know, if you really want to put your mind to it, you can get it done in a matter of days. I love that you said that people will spend five days work, you know, trying to do this huge, giant, epic kind of encyclopedia of a book. And then is it that they take the next two days to get that and they write the whole book in two days and that's how they do it in seven days? Is it the first five days you're like? <laughs> well, that, that was so, I mean, everyone goes through the challenge differently. Like that was an example from uh, Sierra who went through the first challenge. She um, she scrapped her whole initial idea. Um, after that first five days, I think in like 48 hours, she rewrote the entire thing and, and focused it on one specific part of her business that she references that she helps train her salespeople with. Um, then you have other people that know what they want and it just takes them the majority of the challenge time to like create that outline and really get like clear on that roadmap. And then once the outline's done, it's like, boom, boom, boom. Now I can use Jarvis and just power through everything. So okay. I am so excited about what you just said about training your team, like to write a book for our team. So as like a manual, when they first come in to the team, that's so good. Uh, that's like a side nugget that I'm really excited about. I'm also thinking because you guys, I joined this challenge. When did I join? In June? Yeah. I don't, or maybe, was that when it was? I don't remember. I joined at Jar, Jar ugh, but I can't talk. Darby. I almost called you Jarby, like Jarvis and Darby. <laughs> <laughs> I joined Darby's challenge. And I, when I joined, I said, okay, full stop. I am telling you, I do not have time to actually do this challenge right now because I have so much going on right now. We had craziness. I said, but I really want this information. So I'm going to join now and then I'm going to fully participate in the future. So this next one that's coming up, I am planning on fully participating in and I'm going to put it in the chat right now. So if you're wanting to do this challenge, if you're thinking this may be something that's fun for you, I'm going to put it in the chat. I'm going to say the, the URL out loud as well. I love the idea of taking the structure, the format that you have, and maybe even doing like your own little mini retreat, going away for a weekend to some hotel somewhere and writing your own your own book there. And I and I love what you said about it getting better and better, easier and easier the more that you do. So there's the link. It is writingwithjarvis.com slash, oh my gosh, slash Molly. Right there, you can see it on the screen. Writingwithjarvis.com slash Molly. And... Um, what comes next? So you figure out what the end is. What do we do next? You prepare. I mean, honestly, the major like like one of the um the quotes that I came across that I think really resonates with me in this process is like if you know you need to, to chop down a tree, you know, you spend four hours like sharpening your axe and then yeah. you know, like two hours like actually chopping down the tree. And so one thing we found um, after running this challenge multiple, multiple times is it's all about the preparation. It's all about the mindset and it's all about really understanding each step of the process um, before you even get into writing. Like if you read the book, you'll see the first day is all preparation and the mm -hmm. second day is outlining and researching. Um, but I would I would venture to say that you could you should and could do those parts before you even start day one of the challenge because yeah. just getting in the right the right headspace and understanding like I mean, we provide worksheets inside of the book inside of the challenge um, so if anyone does get the book we've included 
additional training resources that include the worksheets that we do live inside of the challenge, um, as well as the templates that we follow um, that, that just outline in a simple Google Doc. Like this is like proven bestseller templates for nonfiction books. Don't overcomplicate the process, but it's really simple, right? It's understanding the introduction and then it's walking people down that journey in a series of chapters mm -hmm. and then giving a conclusion with additional resources for people to reach out to you at. But, you know, the big focus is us. Um, the big focus that, that we really stress at the beginning is understanding your why and going through those types of exercises, um, understanding your customer avatar. And like I said, beginning with the end in mind, like where do you want this to go? What are your goals with the book? Where is this book gonna put you in three to five years from now? What is the first week of sales gonna look like? The first month, the first year? Like, do you, is this book designed to be put into one person's hand and that turn into a client that is a, a, a big deal for your business? Or do you wanna get this book out to a million people? And like the strategy there is gonna be completely different, right? And so it's 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 unique to whoever's going through the process, um, but getting clear on that and writing it down so that you can yeah. reference it when you hit roadblocks during the challenge, which you will, is to already <laughs> have done the hard work beforehand. So you could say, who am I writing to? Oh yes, this is my customer that I've done. Why am I doing this? Oh, it's because I wanna get on, be seen as an authority in my niche and I want to actually get on stages. I want to go to conferences and be paid to do that, right? Like a book is almost absolutely necessary now to like just get your ticket into the door so that you yeah. can get on stages and then give people away again to consume your information. Um, and then understanding your spine, right? And that comes down to the avatar and the research side of things. This kind and of spine or? Well, the spine is in like what the what the book is, right? <laughs> like that's the spine of the book, right? But what's inside it? What's holding inside yeah. of it? And um, the outline is basically your map, right? And that's a theme that we're kind of following with this next challenge. Is like um, I was watching. I'm, I'm sure I'll get many laughs at my, at my um, nostalgia for this, but watching Muppet Treasure Island the other day, you know, taking Ooh, you back to my, seen that one. We've oh, seen gosh, almost all of them. That's too. like my favorite Muppet movie. And, <laughs> You know, okay. they, you know, it's catchy. You got all the songs. It's, yeah. you know, it's the Muppets, which I love, but uh, dead men tell no tales, right? If you don't get your story out, who's going to tell your story if you die tomorrow, which you could, it's just the reality of it. We're all going to die. Um, and so what are we doing today to make the most of it? How are we making today great? And you know how we do that is like putting it down to story formats. Why books have been the greatest piece of marketing material for centuries. It just works. It's how humans consume knowledge and through story and through your process and guiding people from one step to the other, you're basically giving your readers a treasure map to figure out what yeah. they need to decide and you're step, we're walking them step-by-step step along the way. So if you come into the challenge and the outline is just, this is what I'm gonna be doing. I've done the hard work of thinking about it now Let's go ahead and turn Jarvis on and let's 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 get the accelerant. Let's put the gasoline on the fire because getting to that point of having the research done, having your your why and your alignment and what you're doing being centered there and the outline ready to rock and roll. I mean, that's how people can get books done in a weekend, right? It doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that the book is going to be thought of ideation to everything in one weekend, but there's a lot of thought process that goes into this that can be done without actually sitting and looking at a blank screen. But if you don't do the hard work beforehand, then it's just going to make the job of actually going through the book that much harder, right? And so that's why we always say with the end in mind, do the work beforehand so you don't get distracted along the way and focus, put the blinders on, get that book out and then get feedback from your readers. Did people like this? Did they not like this? Do I need to make a revision to it? Do I need to make edits? Do I need to make a new series based off this? Because I got such good feedback from this book, you know? 
like you don't know that until you know that and you're not going to know until you get your book into somebody's hands. Yeah. So before we get it out into somebody's hands, you I love what you said earlier about being the guide on the journey and that the book is their map. We're kind of guiding yeah. them through the process. That's point number two, by the way. Yeah, that's what I that's why I was trying to transition there slightly. <laughs> That's my difference between the prep behind the scenes so that we have these little chunkable moments. I was trying to be a little sneaky, Darby. Okay. <laughs> okay, so point number two is be the guide. You mentioned it already a little bit, but tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah, so uh, something that uh, one of the, the challenge members brought up the other day, it might have been one of the coaches, said, "Go, you need to transition your position from the sage on the stage to the guide on the side. And really taking that idea oh. approach of being with you know kind of like the donald miller story brand approach but you are the guide you're walking there with your readers beside them along the way your book is should not be a rah-rah look at me look at me let's be real we're all human we're all selfish creatures like we want to know what's in it for me i'm reading this book so i can get something out of it that i can apply to my life if a book is just about someone saying how great they are I'm going to lose interest really quickly. And I, I know a lot of other people will feel the same. So that transition from that sage on the stage to guide on the side, you know, just that perspective, right? When you're looking at it, like your entire focus of this book should be guiding your readers along that treasure map and, and using the book as that, that really step-by-step -step approach in a lot of cases to, you know, solving a problem you know, and not adding additional fluff just because you want to fill out pages. It doesn't need to be, right? And often yeah. people don't want that extra fluff. It's just going to fill space that's unnecessary. I mean, it's, it's the same thing with clients. Like people will pay more for a shorter program if they can get faster results, which I think can be something that seems counterintuitive when you're first deciding how to price a program or how what, you know, what to put into a program. But the more concentrated, high value, actionable stuff is what really matters. I love it. Okay, can we transition into tip number three? Because this is a really big one that I want to talk yep. about. Okay. Absolutely. Tip number three, Jarvis doesn't replace the human. It's the ultimate AI tool to leverage in your business. Ta-da! <laughs> so I think there's a lot of fear from some people around, oh my gosh, What's AI, you know, what is this? Is it really a robot? Is are, are we, are copywriters gonna be doomed forever? Are we destroying the, the, the are we all gonna turn into the guys in Wally who are, you know, rolling around? <laughs> Did you see Wally? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are we all gonna be like Wally on our little lounge chair, you know, not even able to pick up our own water to drink it because someone else is gonna be doing it for us. So. I would love to dive into a little bit about how you feel about copywriting, I mean, copywriting, sorry, about AI copywriting and whether or not AI is completely replacing humans. And um, obviously you believe it's not. So tell us more. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think that's an, that's an easy misconception from people coming into the space and like, you know, it rightfully being like a little nervous about it, right? Like this is mm -hmm. stuff that like we've heard about for, you know, you know, decades saying like, AI is going to come here. It's going to take over the world. Like, and oh my gosh, this entire ad was written by AI, this whole blog post, this whole book, like, oh my gosh, AI is going to take all of our jobs. But like, I just don't see that being the case. And that's because, you know, what this tool in particular, uh, what, I, what I've learned in like just seeing the community and how people are applying it, it's all about the application of the tool. And what it's doing is it's taking some of the heavy lifting of just getting like the first edition 
of the first draft kind of of things done. Yeah. And it's allowing people to transition from needing to do all the copy and all the additional research and legwork and creativity and brainstorming and spending time doing that. That's necessary any to, anyway. And you're just leveraging like technology to help like speed through that process so that you can really be more of an editor in chief and you're directing the show versus having to be the one man circus that's doing all of it, which a lot of freelancers, that's kind of like the, the issue that you get into is like, I have to do all these different things and I have to team to do this stuff and yada, yada, yada. But you know, at the end of the day, like you still need people to edit, you need revisions, you need actual like experience with what makes good copy, a good copy. And if you don't understand what makes people read onto the next sentence, if you don't understand like just persuasion at its basic form and like why like copywriting is what it is, it, you're not going to be able to use the tool to its highest degree. You're going to get stuff that comes out. It's like, oh, that sounds good on paper, but it's not going to convert because you didn't put the thought behind it or the, you know, the, the history and like the human aspect of it that's really directing it. And I think for those people who maybe aren't professional copywriters who maybe don't have the experience that you have or even that I have. And, you know, I mean, I did years ago did workshops with Todd Brown in copywriting. Like I've done a lot to to overcome my ex-boyfriend who told me I wasn't smart enough for him because he was a writer and I wasn't a long Ooh. time ago. Yeah. You know what Jarvis said about that? <laughs> I put the story into Jarvis and Jarvis said, it's kind of like the time that my ex-boyfriend said I wasn't smart enough for him. Years later, I realized he was right. <laughs> I was like, Jarvis, you're supposed to have my back. Okay. Come on, Jarvis. For those people, I mean, I now do really actually like writing, even though it's something that I really struggled with in the past. And I feel that I have a good idea of what makes, I mean, it's a huge part of what we do, whether it's helping people with video or organic social, a lot of it is copywriting focused. And... I have found that using Jarvis for a lot of people has helped them to become better copywriters because they're learning different frameworks. They're learning the way that these pieces work together and they're learning what works and what doesn't work also. So I think that you're able to learn more the more that you do it, which makes you a better copywriter on your own. And the other thing is, I think, like you said, we all have our own human experience. We all know our communities in a way that no tool will ever know the human beings that are here right? Like Jarvis doesn't actually know how amazing Tamar's videos are, but I know how amazing Tamar's videos are, right? So I'm going to move, I'm going to put in my own human elements into the experience at a much faster pace. And mm -hmm. it saves, I think it allows us to be more creative because it gets rid of, like you said, the the foundational things that sometimes take a lot of brain power. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's a really good point with, with what it's, it's, it's alleviating like a lot of the heavy lifting of just getting stuff out there so that you're like, Oh yeah, that's a, that's a good angle. Let me play off of that a little bit. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, like you do, like you're doing right now, dancing with Jarvis, like it, you need to treat it like it's that dance. And then whatever you're applying it for, you know, just know that it's really a back and forth and the better of the inputs you're going to put into it, the more direction you can do, the more that you know what you want it to give you, the more it's going to help. And luckily the team behind Jarvis has been feeding it the best copywriting stuff, you know, in the world for the last six and a half months, seven yeah. months. And so it's not like it doesn't understand these frameworks and it's not like it's putting out bad content, but it still requires you to know what you want to get out of it at the very least. And then yeah. keep that dance going. 
And sometimes I find that like Jarvis will say something that's so random and funny that it it makes me come up with a an, an, new idea that I never would have thought of before. So I, I just love it as a source of inspiration as well. Do you like the little logo I put above you of me and Jarvis dancing? Oh, I love it. It's <laughs> Need to figure out how to get this on my live streams. I know it's we're using Be Live. I can also do this one's a little crazy. Are you ready for it? Watch. Whoa! <laughs> I mean, okay. Um, Sarah actually asks a great question. Sarah says, "I'm not seeing the ongoing chat." Sarah, it's because I am broadcasting in five different places right now. So we have a bunch of different <laughs> places that this is broadcasting. Uh, let us know in the chat where you're actually watching this. Are you watching this in our Facebook group, live video, organic social, and chat bots for entrepreneurs? Really long title. Are you watching it on the business page, the prepared performer, on my personal profile? Maybe you're even watching on LinkedIn. Do I have anyone on LinkedIn? Darby, how are you on LinkedIn? I could be more active. I'm there, but. That's a good, um, a good I'm gonna go with that. I could be more active. <laughs> I finally got approved for LinkedIn Live, which took a lot of effort, so. Uh, crazy. Okay, so it could be that you're watching in a different place. We're broadcasting three different places on Facebook, so maybe you aren't. Maybe you guys aren't watching on the same the same stream. But I've got all of your comments here on my side, so we can see them all. All right, let's move to the next one. I totally agree with you on that human aspect. What is our next tip number four? Tip number four is your book is the content map for everything. It's a machine that builds machines. <laughs> Tell us more about that. I love it. So this this was something that um, one of the, the coaches inside of the challenge um, had said about the machines building machines that really stuck out to me, um, John Rhodes. And he's he's written a hundred help written himself and helped write hundreds of books. And, you know, the way that he views books is maybe different than the average author. But the, once the book is done and you get the systems and the automations and the publishing and everything set up, it's basically like working for you 24 seven, right? And because you do the work to get the content in the book, to organize it, to structure it, to have the paragraphs, the sections of the chapters, the introduction, everything that goes into it, that can all be repurposed for YouTube videos, for Facebook content, for LinkedIn posts, for Twitter, for everything, right? If I, I basically have a year's plus worth of content, if I wanted to post all the time for like the Amazon copywriting stuff, I've got a years plus easily more of content for the published with Jarvis stuff, right? Like, yeah. if not, and that just depends on how you're repurposing it, right? And so I think the book is the biggest leverage point for you to like set other things up, right? Especially if you're advertising stuff, right? Because, you know, you're still working with other technologies to get the message out there, right? You're just really amplifying and multiplying that content that you spend the hard work doing up front so that you can then take that content, repurpose it, redistribute it and get in front of more audiences and not have to stress yourself every week about like, what am I going to write today? What's a little blurb that I can put? I'm like, Oh, I already wrote something like that. Actually, I wrote a lot. Yeah. Of it right? right. Let's. Oh my gosh. I love that you're mentioning this because this is really how we view our live videos. And the book is one step even before that. So one of our members, Shelly Campbell, I don't know if she's here right now, but she is an author. She's published in like 500 languages too. I don't, she's a cuckoo, amazing author. And she has a book of affirmations, of daily affirmations. And so each of those affirmations then can be a video, then can be a post, then can be, you know, that's 365 um, pieces of content that she can turn into something. She also has started doing a weekly live video based on different chapters of her book. And what I love about it is that she doesn't then have to come up with new ideas because then 
her whole thing is there. Like you take the time to be a prepared performer, as we like to say, get that all out there in the beginning. And then Darby, have you ever seen our, our uh, map to millions? Uh -uh. Our bowls? Okay, are you ready for this? Oh yeah. Pretty magic. Okay, so this is our content repurposing. Can you see it on your side? Yeah. Your eyebrows just raised, so I'm thinking. Yeah, this is, yeah. It's cool. It. So this, this is our map to millions and we actually do this every week. Now we didn't start out with all of these pieces in the puzzle. It's like a parfait, so you add bubbles as you go, but everything on the left is how you drive traffic to your video. And then mm -hmm. after you do the video, everything on the right is how you repurpose it. What I love about what Darby's saying is that if you take the time to get this book outlined, literally, and that this is kind of what we've been doing with our, our videos as well, right? If you can take that and chop it into all these different pieces that can make you omnipresent, you don't have to actually spend all this time showing up on all these platforms, finding new pieces of content because you already have it all dumped out of your brain with Jarvis's help into this book. Yeah, and another quick point on that is, is something we're con continuing to explore and how to like build on top of what we're doing in the book challenge is webinars, is speeches, yeah. is the book is the outline for all of that. Like it doesn't have to stop with social media posts and whatnot. It's It really is like, if it's really the core like pillar of like one aspect of your business anyways, you can turn, it might be a little different as far as like the context of like how you deliver a speech, but it's all gonna come back down to maybe how, like if you're giving a TED talk, for example, right? Like yeah. the way that you go about that might be a little bit different, but same thing with a webinar. It's basically just like turning it up on right side up and you could walk people through and wow, 45 minutes, you just walked me through a summary of your book. Like every podcast you get on could basically be like, hey, this is how I outline my book. Exactly, so that is like having those little pillar points in your framework, like for us, we focus on how to have the confidence to create content that leads to connections that you can turn into conversations that convert. So I use these C's by using the alliteration with it. I know anytime that I'm on a podcast, I don't really have to prepare anymore because I have those pillars written out. They're also in our book, which is called Performance Power. You can get it on Amazon. And all those pieces like the... I don't know if you know about the Quesadilla of Awesome, Darby, but many of our community would. The Quesadilla of Awesome is something that I can come back to as a staple and then I can show up more confidently, speak more clearly because it's already something that you've really dialed in. It's not this new idea that you have to reinvent for every time you're creating content or on an interview or speaking on a stage. Okay, can we get to tip number five? Yes, we can. Okay, I'm ready for it. <laughs> tip number five is speed matters, but preparation is key. So don't try to cut down a tree with a dull ax. <laughs> Okay, so tell us, I, I learned from a an Alexander Technique coach way back a long time ago, like almost 20 years ago. She said that she learned from a Navy SEAL, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. That, you know, that speed is the key. But in order to, to do that, you've got to really make sure that you've got the, the, the preparation in place, like you're saying. So tell us more. Yeah, I mean, it kind of comes back to what we were talking about, you know, beginning with the end in mind and like really being purposeful and intentional about like, what is this book look like and taking the 50 books that you might have in your head and narrowing it down to one and understanding that this is the steps that I'm going to take to make it happen. Um, this is the outline. This is the process of 
you know, one, how I learned all of this stuff. These are the stories that I'm going to use in each chapter. This is what each chapter is going to touch on. This is what the subsections of each chapter are going to touch on. This is how I'm going to write the introduction. And then this is what the call to action and the conclusion is going to be. And taking the time and being slow and steady with getting that process mm -hmm. done, once that's in, now because you're prepared, you can really, like now I just even without Jarvis, just having all that done is going to allow you to focus in and just focus on writing. But now with yeah. Jarvis, they're like, you can basically throw a writer's block out the window because if you do feel like you're getting held up, you can, you can use your writing assistant to prompt you, to give you ideas, to give you some inspiration. Right. But you don't want to start there too early. And it's the mistake I made with my first book was because I ended up spending hours more of my time that weekend editing back stuff that if I had thought through the outline a little bit more, mm. it would have saved me a lot of time. And that could also relate to like money. If you're like hiring out like professional editors or designers and stuff like that, like if you're going to hire a designer to work on your cover and they don't have very good direction because you didn't think out what you really want your cover to be or anything like that, it might result in more revisions, take longer, be more expensive. Right. So just be intentional with, with every step of the process and, Again, because you go through the preparation aspect of it and you think through everything, when it comes time to writing your book and publishing it, like now you just now you've done it, right? And yeah. and just the fact that you went and clicked publish puts you ahead of the majority of the population of people that have ever lived. Because, you know, like the fact of the matter is, I want to say I was talking to an editing company they work with. They say 90% of people that even start writing a book never get to the point where their manuscript even get to an editor's hands. Like that, that what? Like, can, okay, <laughs> can I confess something? And I think about it all the time, but I, so I wrote my first, wrote and published my first book in 2016. And then in 2017, someone said, but they wanted to have, there was a publisher who came to me and said, we want to have a book on Facebook Live specifically and in underneath our publishing thing, whatever, we'll publish it for you if you write it. And I was like, uh, okay. So I wrote this book and then she was like, you know what? We changed our mind. It was, a, it was like a very nonchalant, not like we don't have an official contract or anything. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I never published it. So somewhere on my, like I wrote the entire thing. I never did anything with it. Somewhere on my computer, like in Google Drive, there is a full book on our whole system on how we do live video. And I never did anything with it. And I, it's just been for me like a time, a time thing. But I think that's one of the, one of the first things I should do with, <laughs> it's just like, maybe I actually already have a book written that I could start with. I'm sure things have changed since 2017, obviously. Right. But, um, but that's the case with a lot of people. It's like, I, I, I venture to say a lot of people in, in your audience that are even watching live right now already have a book written. It's just not organized yeah. properly and, yeah. and formatted and stuff. Like, like if, you've if you've done a webinar presentation, if you've given a speech on a topic, if you've done like anything where you're like a thought leader and you're presenting an idea and you've done the framework, like chances are you can take that and turn it into a book. It's what a yeah. lot of people do in this challenge is like, they're like, oh, I've already got all of this content that I've already written. Now I just need to organize it and then I need to format it and then edit it and then publish it. Okay, and let's actually talk about like how easy it can be because you can hire, some, like what I ended up doing recently is I wanted to write a children's book and someone connected me to an amazing children's book writer. And I thought I was going to have to come up with a whole brand new story. 
I told her, I sent her my first book. I told her kind of what we're doing. And she was like, oh my gosh, there's a children's book right here. So we have a children's book that's going to be coming out in the next couple of months. And I'm so excited about it. She's illustrated the whole thing. I, um, I can maybe even show you guys just a little bit of it. But I paid a lot of money to have her like work <laughs> with me and coach me through it, which I'm super grateful for. And there was like illustrations and all of that. I just think what you're doing with this challenge is so crazy affordable. And like you said, people can keep turning their books into books. Like it's not like something that this is a one-time thing. You can keep doing this over and over again. Mm -hmm. it's, and it's so, 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 so crazy affordable. So I'm going to show you my, can I show you some of the illustrations of my children's book? Of course. It's really cool. And then, um, and then I would love you to share with us more about the challenge and then let's do a little speedy recap. Does that sound good? Perfect. Okay. Um, I'm pulling this straight from my email inbox. So you're going to see, we've got some edits that are coming to it, but man, I am so excited. I did a little live video recently and I totally cried through the whole thing. So I'm so excited. So it's called finding my awesome confidence, self-love and joy. And it's basically our quesadilla of awesome exercise um, for kids for them to take this and show kids how they can be more confident, but really I know their parents are gonna read it too. So this is my whole mission of getting this book out there is so that we can help to elevate empathy, allow people to see how important it is for them to recognize the most amazing, awesome things about themselves. So look, the quest of awesome is just like our quesadilla of awesome. Those of you that know what it is. Um, ah, it's so good, it's so good, I'm so excited. Okay, that's it. You can see a little bit more of it later, but the book is it's coming awesome. out going to be so fun. But it's been a lot to, you know, it's a, it's a lot. So I love the fact that you have all of this in such a, a checklistable <laughs> experience. So um, tell us more about this challenge. Yeah. And so this challenge is, it's called the seven day book challenge. And it's really more of an intensive, like immersive experience, if you really want to go all in and get the result of a published book, because it's not one of those things that you can half-ass and hope that it gets done you have to do the work for something like this but you know it it's not a bad thing by any stretch of the imagination i just want to like preface that with everyone that's looking at it. it's like yes it's it's not it's not impossible but you need to be focused you need to know what you want to get out of the challenge first when you go into it but like the challenge is broken down into seven days you know, okay. just for that type of framework. And day one is, you know, why don't I pull my book out and check oh. what my framework is just so <laughs> let's pull it out and the, the and table also, of contents. Okay, wait. <laughs> this is also such a great point because it makes your framework tangible. I love how Rachel Miller, one of my dearest friends, she's always writing her stuff down on paper and it makes it a real thing. So like when you're mm -hmm. talking about your framework to have your framework in a printed thing makes it real. <laughs> Yeah, and, and so the, the challenge is broken into the seven days. And honestly, I like keeping it in that because you can make so much progress on anything in seven days if you're yeah. focused on what your desired outcome is. But day one is all about preparation. It's all about the why, the, the like, what are my goals? The What does the, the spine of my book look like? Where do I want to see myself in years, your avatar? Um, and getting really crystal clear on that aspect of it. Day two is the researching, the building the outline for your book, figuring out what kind of format do you want your book to kind of be set in? Um, and just being really just on the same page like, this is what I'm going to be doing with my book. And the, the reason this is like, you can spend as much or as little on writing a book as you want, right? Obviously, if you're going to go and invest in like graphics and like illustrations and all that stuff, there's going to be a cost there. Yeah. I wrote my first two books. Well, all three of the books that I've written so far this year have been written in like a Google Doc 
And then I just, then I'll work with like the formatter on this publish for Jarvis one to actually help organize it in the structure that I want. Um, but like the Amazon copywriting book and the second book, the, the funnier fundable, you know, I wrote this one based off of the side hustle game that. Okay. If you guys don't know what side hustle is, we did a video together playing side hustle and Darby, I haven't sent you guys the photos. I have to send, I know I saw Tim was here too. My kids yeah. were obsessed with side hustle and they're seven and nine, which I think is so weird. <laughs> I, I know you guys have said it's like apples to apples meets Shark Tank. I feel like it's like Balderdash and Shark Tank also because mm -hmm. I loved Balderdash so much as a kid. So I don't know, Tim, if you're still here and you want to drop a side hustle link in the chat, but um, they have a, a, a game called Side Hustle that's all about coming up with business ideas. Do you combine Side Hustle with Jarvis ever? Well, so that's the thing is I like I wrote all 180 of these business ideas and you can see it, <laughs> 180 ridiculous business ideas to spark your creativity and imagination. I, I asked Jarvis to pitch me each one of the names that was inside of our side hustle <laughs> game. And I, I published this book in 24 hours, by the way. Oh like, my gosh, I, that's I, so good. I, I knew what I wanted and I've been putting it off for a, a year and a half because I was just like, I'm not gonna sit down and write all 180 of these names. But yeah, like that, that was like my first edition of it. It's nowhere near perfect. I want to turn it into something a lot larger again, but there's different editions that we're already working on with this book. Um, and Jarvis wrote 90% of it. And some of them are absolutely ridiculous business ideas that are funny. Maybe they're not um, <laughs> at all. And some of them are like, oh my gosh, that actually might be fundable. Like that's interesting that a robot came up with that idea. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that, so good. <laughs> but again, like, again, that's, I wanted that for a specific that book for a specific reason of just having fun with my friends to just like have like a little coffee table book that we can just read something like, oh, that's stupid, but that made me chuckle. So, okay. And it did just that. So I'm fine with it. And if you want to leave me a bad review because some of the businesses are stupid, then <laughs> go ahead. I will welcome all bad reviews. Um, but let's go on to day, th day three of the challenge, right? Once okay. you've prepared, once you've done your research and once you know your outline and like what format you're going to be going forward with, Days three and four are all about writing and really days three through five, right? It's write, 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 and refine. Then it's write, <laughs> edit, oh, write, refine, and edit for day five, right? And so the majority of like the middle of the week is dedicated solely focused to writing and then kind of like going through and editing. And we do a lot of self-editing inside of the challenge, like when it comes to using tools like Grammarly and like just different plugins and using Jarvis to reword sentences that don't make sense, right? But like if you, a, a lot of the, especially the authors that have already published multiple books, like will you, it, they'll already understand like what they wanna say. And like, they'll know that like, this is how I want this chapter to flow. And I can kind of write it, go back, read it and say, okay, let me reword that. Now with Jarvis, you can ask it to rephrase something. You can ask it to explain it to a child. Sorry, I clicked, I was trying to multitask and and share links. So I accidentally just shared the link to my book instead okay. of your book. And That's then I was trying okay. to fix it. I said, here's Darby's book. And it's actually my book, which is not what I meant to do. I'm trying to be, and I need a robot to manage my personal profile, which I did not set up today. Yeah. Sorry. It's all, okay. No, it's all good. Um, oh my gosh. So for those people who want to join the challenge, when does the next one start? If you're watching this in the replay, yeah. I'm guessing that it's going to happen again in the future, but there's another one that's happening soon, right? Yeah. The, the next one starts on July 12th. And I mean, honestly, like you can dive into it, but it's, there's, it's a lot. And we, we do recommend people spend at least a week kind of preparing in advance for it so that you can really get like dive deep and like 
consume some of the content that we have because there's about four or five hours of content beforehand that goes into the researching, the outlining, the development type of process, doing the worksheets. And then going through the daily week of the challenge, we've got a different speaker each day, different topics, right? Like that's why we want you to do some of the homework first, get into day one, spend the majority of the week writing. Then when it comes down to days six and seven, like it's really about like continue to refine, edit, edit where it needs editing, like put together the cover design, right? I mean, I made my first two cover designs in Canva. Like, you know, like it doesn't have to, you, you, it's as easy or as, as hard as you want it to be. That one we did work with a different um, a designer and spent some, some more time on. But again, like when we're talking about the minimum viable edition of a book, like, you know, don't overcomplicate it. Get the words out there. Like get it to a point where you can actually upload it. It doesn't even have to be Amazon. You can upload it to a site like the book patch where um, my partner in this Zachariah, it's his company. Um, it's a self-publishing platform. You know, you get your manuscript, you get your PDF of your design, you upload it and you could literally have a book in your hand by the next week. Right. And you can have that out to your advanced readers. You can have that to maybe potential clients that you want to send the stuff to. Amazing. Um, yeah. The I, next challenge I, starts on the 12th and then the one after that's uh, August ninth uh, is when we're going okay. to start running the next live. So you're doing this. Pre it's pretty much like a once a month ish. Is when right. You're yeah. Right now. I mean, we, we were the first month and a half we doing it every other week. And that was just like a lot to handle while we were still like working on, you know, continue to like kind of build the curriculum out and like refine it and like, yeah. Like, trim down where we needed. Like one of the things that we added this last challenge that everyone was asking for was like timestamps on each video. So like you watch Ooh. it through once, like go through on like two X speed or something, just like get a, get an idea of the content and then go back and say like, okay, I need to know how to research this um, category in Amazon. Okay. Mm. Matthew Thrush's video 35 minutes in. Okay, cool. Awesome. Like, I just need to go refresh myself there. Right. And so like that now people are like, okay, now it's more of like a reference guide. So the whole idea behind this book in the first place um, with the publisher Jarvis, like this is supposed to be a reference material, right? Look at like the you, action step part of it. Like, I know you don't need to look at it. <laughs> but for everybody else, I love at the end of each chapter that it has the action steps of like what you should actually be doing at the end of each day. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I see some people asking some questions in here about the August 9th one. If you guys sign up for a ticket right now, but you can't make one until August or September or October, we're going to continue to run these. And so like, we're already like taking or um, filling up spots for the August one. We've got a few people that are registering for September, right? It's cause it's like, give yourself some time to prepare and like immerse yourself in the challenge and, um, and talk with us along the way. Cause like we all, we want to be a support system for you. You've got a community of people at Jarvis underground. That's a free community for people that are using this for, like book in general, that process. Then we have a, a private group for everyone that joins the challenge where it's more of a direct, a direct line for us to answer questions to kind of connect people with like some of the coaches if they're looking for editing help for design help, like one of our designers. Yeah. I mean, like we, we've got the whole suite of, of ability of people in our pocket that we've brought into the challenge as coaches and people that can help people get through any aspect of this case, selling, launching, editing, designing, um, whatever it is. And <clears throat> yeah, it's again, give yourself some time to consume the content beforehand, because yeah. especially if this is your first book, um, it, you're probably going to get overwhelmed when you get into it just by seeing all the different <laughs> things with it. Right. So, I mean, give yourself to, to consume the content, 
sit with it a little bit, do the exercises, and then continue to work with Jarvis because the the more competent you can get with working with Jarvis, especially now that boss mode is out, mm -hmm. the, the more effective you're going to be when it actually comes down to time to expanding on your outline. Are you using a stream deck for for Jarvis? Or, Not yet. Uh, I, okay. That's 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 some stuff that's on the horizon very shortly though. That was way I too do. cool. I just got the bigger one. I had a small one and I've been using it and I I have had one for a while, but not really, it's like just been sitting here, but I am so excited about it. <laughs> Somebody was saying yeah. I'm gonna be like a court stenographer or whatever, where they're just like pushing buttons to like, <laughs> so excited. So I think there's definitely choreography that goes into this and you're right, the more you can practice with it, the, the more efficient you're gonna be. So, um, and it does, Wendy, it does show you how to publish as well. Great question. Mm -hmm. like, the whole, even in the book, it's got everything, like creating and uploading your 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 um, book cover, like all that kind of stuff is happening there. Um, you've got all of it, right? Like, yeah, it's like the the two the two resources that we we tap into for publishing are Amazon and their KDP platform, because um, yeah. I mean it's Amazon and you know like the you know world's biggest bookstore online, and they do make it relatively easy for you to get set up. It's a little clunky, you know, with with sometimes you need to like fidget with the, the cover design, but like it really isn't that difficult if you just follow the step-by-step -step to getting it up there. And the other is the book patch where, like I said earlier, my partner, Zachariah, it's his company um, that is his family's company that he runs. Um, and they, they've helped publish over 60,000 books um, on their platforms since 2008 or nine, I think. So oh, like, it, he's, you know, an incredible wealth of knowledge and a resource for just getting through the publishing process in general. But, you know, the biggest thing is like, once your book is published and out there, like it's an amazing milestone, it's huge. And it's something you should absolutely congratulate yourself with. But part of the beginning with the end in mind is like, what's next, right? How are you gonna continue to get it inside of your book? And so we want you to think about that going into it. It's like, how are you gonna market this? Like, what is your promotion strategy gonna be? Like, is your goal to simply get a bestseller status on Amazon so you can leverage that for your brand. Like it has a lot of weight to it and we can show you how to do that. Or is your goal to be a New York Times bestseller? Totally different strategy. So, you know, you know what I mean? Like that, that that's gonna take a different, you know, type of thing. But a lot of people are using this challenge to get a book out there as a lead magnet for people to buy their book and then schedule a call with their sales team yeah. to to enroll them into their additional products or services or whatever else it is. The book is a really great way to pre-sell people into what you think, like how you do things, you know, get them bought into you as a person in the first place and then give them a really easy way to continue to do business with you afterwards. And so that's kind of where we run a mastermind um, that, that takes people from this book and helps them actually implement these things on the backside of it. But the biggest problem that we're focused on and what this whole challenge is really focused on getting your book done. Cause if you don't get it done, like all that other stuff is just not going to happen because you don't have a book done yet. So like, that's why it's like blinders on let's focus for seven days. Let's get it out there. And let's like start making those next, um, you know, steps of progress. Yeah. I love that so much. Okay. I want to be mindful of your time. We still have to do our speedy recap. I see some more questions coming in. So with other questions that are coming in, we'll come back into the chat and make sure that we get those answered. Can we do a really quick speedy recap? Do you have to be somewhere where exactly no, I've got, I've got some time. Um, okay. This speedy right recap is part of our repurposing process. So like we talked about earlier, I'm going to clap so that Vaughn, our amazing editor can hear and find this. <laughs> I'm going to do a little intro. And then what I would love you to do is just to rattle off 
these, these tips that you shared with us and I'll pull them up on the screen. I also want to let you know, if you're watching this live, we are going to be doing our uh, speedy our nuggets at the end. So keep the nuggets coming and we're going to pick the nugget winner at the end. Okay, here we go. Nuggets flying across the screen. Thank you so much, Wendy. Okay, ready? And here we go. One, start with why and begin with your book at the end in mind. Number two is you are the guide for your reader and your book is their map. Number three, Jarvis doesn't replace the human. It's the ultimate AI tool to leverage in your business. Four is your book is the content map for everything. It's a machine that's building machines. Number five, speed matters, but preparation is key. Don't try to cut down a tree with a dull ax. That is the fastest speedy recap I think we've ever done, which I'm so stoked about. And it speaks well to that tip number five, which preparation is key. So if you've been watching this video today, this is the amazing Darby Rollins. And he has a program called Writing with Jarvis, a book called Published with Jarvis. And if you'd like to get either of those, we will have links around this video. Jarvis is our favorite automated copywriting tool that allows you to be more creative, to be more present, to focus on the things and the humans that you love by using Jarvis as your little automated robot to help you write your book. So get your book written, use the tips that Darby shared today, and we will see you next time. <laughs> Dude, that was so fast. I've never heard a faster speedy recap. I love it. Okay. I, I bet you didn't know that I used to be in the auction business. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you really? Or are you joking? I used to work in um, the auto auction business and fundraisers and charity events with the auctioneers. So oh my gosh, I love it so much. I accidentally bid on a band at a gala the other night and I <laughs> was trying to be supportive to make sure the band had people bidding on it. And then he looked at me like, all right, you it, like we're up and I had it. I was like the leading bid, which I did not mean to do. And I was staring at my phone like, don't look back at me. Just like, <laughs> I won a band. So we're going to have a band at our next glam event. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Kelly and Liz were like, what are you doing? I, was like, I don't know. I just tried to be supportive. So, um, okay. We're going to pick the nugget winner and then we'll be done. So I want you to tell me when to stop. I'm just going to scroll. We're going to pull our nugget up on the screen. I'm scrolling. Stop. Uh, oh my gosh. It is Rachel Johnston. She says, nugget, your book can be the outline slash core of your biz, social post webinar, all of that. Such a good nugget. So Rachel, email us at molly at thepreparedperformer.com and we will send you your very own selfie light in the mail, like a real one that is sent to you in a box. It's awesome. Okay, Darby, thank you so much. This was so awesome. Where can people find out more about you in addition to all the things we shared today? Yeah, I'm on a uh, social media, just uh, think, at Darby A. Rollins, um, pretty much everywhere. Um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, mostly on Facebook these days, also on LinkedIn. And um, yeah, like also check out the um, the free uh, Facebook group, the free Facebook group, Jarvis Underground, where we talk at all things writing, publishing, selling books with AI. Um, and then my other side hustle project, Side Hustle, the party game for <laughs> entrepreneurs at playsidehustle.com. We do uh, weekly game shows where we play the game live with awesome guests like Molly every it's Tuesday so at 2 p.m. <laughs> Central. So, um, yep. I love it. So good. So good. Thank you. Thank you so much. I've learned so much from you. And I don't know if you remember this, but the idea of Dancing with Jarvis came from the book club, the book challenge, because I popped in for one day 
And I think Reed was teaching and Lisa said, man, it's like he's doing ballet. <laughs> Yeah, like, no, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It is like choreography. And then I was like, it's like dancing with Jarvis. And then I bought dancingwithjarvis.com and the rest is history. So it fits so well with everything that we're doing. Thanks so much. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Okay. I'm so, so grateful. And as always, it has been my absolute honor to help you to unlock your inner awesome and to elevate it with the magic of live video so that you can turn your message into a movement. We will see you soon. Bye. <laughs>